0: But if this you just don't get huh? Lord, let me know if you got us. We're preaching about prophets. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. Bow down to a goddess. It ain't no one man can stop us. Bow down to the goddess. Goddess. Got it.
1: Goddess. Got it. Hello and welcome to the Strong Women Power Half Hour, your podcast to enlighten, encourage, and support you on your path through womanhood. I'm your host and Women's Empowerment Specialist, Kelly Hickey, and I'm here to help remind you of your power, your awesomeness, your light, and your darkness as we continue on this journey called life and humanity (laughs) uh, and evolution and spiritual connection and all those cool things that make life worth living. Uh, So I am the owner and operator director of Strong Woman Co. Strong Woman Co. is a international interactive women's empowerment company Uh, we do one-on-one programs we do group programs uh, we have our online uh, workshops that we're starting and have done in the last year super exciting great feedback from them Uh, we also of course have our very active inspirational motivational facebook and instagram Uh, that's daily posts we do there to help you on your path to help you remind you uh you know that uh you are strong and you can get through this and it is Okay, to take breaks, that's what we're going to talk about in just a moment, and, uh, and of course, we do have our Strong Women Co Tribe, which is an amazing group of women. It's like a space on the internet. This is what I always wanted for, for, to create is, is a space on the internet where women can come together and, uh, remind each other, of uh, you know, that we are not alone. We do everything from, um, laughing and crying and sharing and, uh, everything in between. Um, and I, as a group of international women and, um, I pretty much only advertise it or even mention it on this podcast. So, uh, women are asking to join every day, uh, and I do kind of do it in, in lumps. If you have already asked to join, uh, I will get to you, um, and for some reason, um, if you have and I haven't uh, gotten back to you in a while, just give me a quick message. There might be something in the full up of the invitation or whatever, or you may never have answered the questions. Uh, But uh, give that a try because the Strong Women Co. tribe is a light in the universe. It's a light in my life. And I want to give a shout out to all of those amazing women who are participating and helping uh, each other along. Because what else are we here for in this life if it's not to make uh, things easier on each other? So, uh, wow, I am in kind of awe uh, that we've come to the end of 2019. 2019 was quite the year. So many ups, so many downs, so many lessons uh so much joy uh just so much so many endings right i'll get to more of that in a moment, um, but we do have two workshops coming up. Uh, We have on December 21st, the solstice. I'm doing a, a free online workshop. It's a connect and reflect workshop. So this is going to be a workshop where we reflect on the last year, but also the last decade. That's what's really cool about the end of this year is we can actually take the time and a space to, to think about the last decade and how much we've changed and grown. So that's one workshop coming up, uh, link in the show notes for that. And even if uh, you're listening to this podcast afterwards, um, I'm going to try to keep that link in the, um, in your notes on the website so that you can just download uh, the workshop in the replay or get your booklet so you can do it uh, anytime over Christmas or the new year, uh, whenever you are listening to this. And the other workshop we have coming up is about mapping our goals for 2020. And this is, like, huge. This is really huge to be able to kind of, you know, uh not go through life without a rudder, you know, like, instead of just, oh, I'll see what happens. And, I mean, there's great things about going with the flow for sure but there's you know there's a a a balance between going with the flow but also having agency over your own life and asking yourself what you want and so the mapping of goals 2020 uh it's to be announced date but it's going to be early in january there will be one more podcast official podcast out between now and then for that so, uh, that's two main workshops coming up and we will be announcing a new, uh, women's program about, about building your confidence, uh, focusing on your, uh, your goals, uh, and just kind of having that accountability and support. We're going to do that together. Uh, I'm going to be announcing that in the new year as well. I'm super, super psyched about that. Um, there's, I've, I've been listening to you guys and that's what you want. You want kind of a group program that you can do online in your own time to help you move forward with your goals, to help you understand your Yourself, to help you dig deep uh, and connect to your, your true self. So all of that is coming up in the new year. I'm super, super psyched about all of it. Stay tuned for more details. So I wanted to talk about very specifically, uh, this time last year I went into, uh, I I was pedal to the metal. Um, and I was just like kind of burning the candles from both ends. Um, I was new to Christmas as, uh, an entrepreneur, um, and was working, 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 um, right up until, uh, and then through Christmas. Um, and then I started January, 2019, uh, depleted and depressed, I don't use those words lightly. I was full on depleted. And what happens to me often when I get depleted and exhaustion is depression happens. Uh, I now know that about myself. This is the value of kind of reflecting. This is the value of understanding your patterns, understanding what you need and learning from them, right? So uh, now after going through and having such a hard time in January, you know, and I was taking my vitamin D and, and, you know, trying to get physical exercise and all of that. But I was in, I was in a hard, exhausted, frantic, almost like shaking kind of place in early January. And I was extremely frustrated with myself because I had these ideas, very similar to kinds of the ideas I'm putting out for this January, but these ideas are more complex now because. They've grown and, and had a, a time to gestate and grow um, but and of course these will be stronger uh, because of it, but uh, I just I was I was running on empty. And that's the reality, and that's the truth of it, and I wanted this year uh, to be different. I wanted this Christmas to be more enjoyable, and I wanted to start this brand new decade of 2020, still sounds sci-fi, I wanted to start it with more power and confidence and certainty and clarity uh, than I started the last year with. So, uh, I now know... I don't think I know the value of rest and reflection. And these are words we're going to throw around, sure, sure. But, you know, what does it mean for you? And what could it mean for you if you started, if you got the rest and reflection at the end of the year here now, the rest and reflection of what you need whenever you're listening to this, what would that mean for you? I now know I have to look after my physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health. Health. I have to. I have to, to be the person, mother, partner, friend, business owner, um, empowerment specialist I want to be. And there's huge, huge value in taking inventory, assessing it, celebrating it, letting go and sweeping away what no longer serves you and asking for what you want. So this is when we really walk in the walk uh, this year is, you know, I, I want you to just take a pause now um, and think of the, the year. I want you to try to carve out some time for yourself uh, between now and the new year to rest and reflect. Um, how did the year start off for you in 2019? What was January like? What were your goals for 2019? Just think back. What what can you remember about this time last year and starting the new year in 2019? What were your joys of the last year? What brought you joy and pleasure and smiles and kindness? What were your lessons? What were, what were the things that, that helped you grow? What were the things that helped you put up your healthy boundaries that said, Nope, I don't want any more of that. Or yes, yes, more of this, please. More love and respect. Uh, less judgment, you know. What, what did it look like for you? And what did you let go of? What did you heal? Uh, it's super cool to think about this, this decade thing. And, um, honestly, I hadn't put a whole lot of thought into it, um, uh, besides just kind of knowing the numbers. And until I met with my shaman a few weeks ago, shout out to Regina. God, I love that woman and her wisdom. Uh, and she talked about, uh, and anytime a wise woman who's lived more than me has, has said something to say, I'm like listening. Uh, and she talked about in her life, she could look at like the, her life in chunks of decades, and how the December before a new decade started, she was making big decisions and and you know like moves and career changes and just different kinds of life changes, and that's certainly what's occurring uh, in in our world, in my family's world, where we've got a, a bunch of options on the table, and we're trying to figure out and decipher which one fits, which one um, is is, is going to give us the best opportunity for joy and love and togetherness, and maybe you are too, because a lot of people are doing the endings. Been dealing with friends and uh, clients who are ending relationships, um, ending uh, thought patterns, ending. uh, But uh, thought patterns is is one thing, but it it really kind of feels literal in a lot of a lot of the cases. You know, going making the decision to go off to school in January, making the decision to um, you know uh, leave the marriage or leave the relationship with the car that keeps breaking down or move houses or, you know, there's a real kind of feel of, of change and, and, um, uh, transition and evolution, uh, metamorphosis even that's occurring. And I just wanted to just to say briefly, um, just to remind us that, um, all endings are really beginnings, right? And, uh, I had this beautiful conversation, shout out to my friend, uh, sister Teresa Butler, we had a good heart-to-heart at my kitchen table a few weeks ago, both of us just kind of like, you know, uh, spilling out all of our feelings through each other. Um, and, you know, she did remind me, and it's like the goddess Kali, right? The Hindu ga- goddess, you know, who, who burns away everything that no longer serves you. And she she has this sword of will just slice away all the cords that tie you to things that no longer are helping you be the person you want. She'll burn away your ego and all of those things. And she, you know, is often misunderstood as this kind of goddess of endings but of course an ending is nothing but just a beginning right you're you you end one thing to make space for the new and this is really what um uh, this whole season is about this is really what the solstice is about um what was really cool was to listen um um, i didn't know how much time and energy i was going to have for this podcast so and i wanted to listen my podcast I put out this time last year, um, just to kind of be like, you know, I don't want to repeat myself. Is it, is it worthy to kind of like put as a little package as an encore? Um, and to tell you the truth, uh, that's, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to put in, um, a part of the podcast from last year. So forgive me when it says when I say 2018, uh, in it, because I think that the lessons of 2018 and the 2019 lessons certainly were just a continuation and I feel a lot of us felt like 2019 was 2018 on steroids, <laughs> uh, so there's a lot of uh, applicable things, but I will say that when I was listening to that podcast of last year, I mean, I, do, I barely even recognize myself um, because I have gone through so much changes, and I was saying to my husband, as I was like, I was listening to my, my uh, holiday podcast last year, and I was like, I sound like a little baby. <laughs> and this is the uh ability and and the fun and the the value in reflecting you know and acknowledging all that growth uh that you did and and that you're continuing to do and kind of having that measuring stick to kind of like you know the the to not to compare but just just to kind of like take inventory and and um juxtaposition, you know, the different kind of versions of yourself, the different eras, the different, um, so, uh, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to, um, give you the little, um, the kind of the crux of, uh, last year's podcast, because I will tell you, I was listening to it and there was tons of stuff in it that I forgot. There was tons of things that, um, I've just been so kind of face and eyes into things. Um, so I appreciate past Kelly. I appreciate the work she did, the research. And I appreciate um, uh, her bringing up all the things that she brought up in that podcast. I, I do remember having my head in a different kind of space when I did it, um, just very focusing on Yule time and solstice and, and you know, kind of going back to our ancient roots of like, why, why do we celebrate this time? What does this actually mean, you know? Uh, so uh, there's huge value in that. And honestly, um, it was pretty succinct. <laughs> so I'm going to include that. And I've decided instead for the studio time here now, and include the that uh, encore of the podcast so that I can put a special uh, bonus podcast out for you on Christmas day now on Christmas day it's going to be a musical podcast I have found some really great feminist uh christmas holiday um, songs so I was going to put those together for you release it on Christmas day so you can amp up your women's empowerment and um, your strong woman attitude while uh, at Christmas and maybe play it at your family gathering and be a good conversation starter or, you know, maybe get that funny look from that aunt or that uncle or whatever that gives you secret joy. (laughs) Whatever you would like to do with the uh, four or five songs I'm going to put together for you for Christmas, for a special strong women Christmas. So uh, in general, women make Christmas is what we do. Uh, mostly it's unpaid, all, unacknowledged labor. We are the memory makers, we are the uh, event uh, creators, we are the planners, we are the communicators, the negotiators. Um, you know, I, I can look at my the work that I have put in the last uh, four weeks of getting Christmas together, um, and we have great division of labor in my um, uh, partnership and in my family uh, with my husband, uh, but he's just really not good at certain things, and I'm just really good at them like that the gift giving, gift buying. So I do everybody and then he does me, right? Uh, and that's that's a lot of unpaid labor. Uh, so just thinking about the unpaid labor that you do, unacknowledged labor, these are things that we just assume the women are going to take on. So I want you to take value and I want you to take a moment and appreciate you For all you have done to create and perpetuate and maintain uh, this kind of holiday season in all its beauty and celebratory spirit and all of that. And then I want you to let's give a little shout out and a little hug, a little positive information, stare, bear, care from our hearts out, boom, uh, to all the women in our lives who have done this, who have made Christmas the holidays and everything else that goes with it special for us so a big strong woman virtual hug straight straight from my heart let's connect it all up say thank you women thank you sisters and mothers and foremothers for creating uh, and perpetuating and keeping this special time of year Um, and we appreciate you we love you Uh, and let's just keep this beauty going And let's do it not at the expense of ourselves and not at the expense of our mental health or our bank accounts or any of those things. Uh, Take rest, reflect, take time. I'm certainly going to be doing that over the Christmas holidays. Um, And this is my permission I'm giving to you as well. Okay, so rest, reflect, uh, connect and reflect, reflect. Workshops uh, in the show notes, Mapping Goals for 2020 is coming on up. Let's take a big festive breath together before we go into the important messages of solstice and Yule and the ancient uh, tide messages of yesteryear. Gathering your whole self up, close your eyes if you can, shoulders away from your ears, relax the space between your eyes, relax your jaw. Nice Big breath in through the nose together. Hold it. Think about all the joy and lights and fun and delicious food, special drinks, music. And let it out with a big sigh. All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right, so the topic of the show today, the real reason of the season, the actual reason of the season. Um, wanted to uh, do this as a topic because it's holiday, it's historical, it's relevant, and I think it just allows people to have a more inclusive idea of the holiday season. I certainly did that for me. And um it kind of just also brings us back to our roots to see how common we really are um as a species and as as a group. Um so the real reason of the season, of course, when we're talking about um uh the, the dominant culture, we'll talk about the Christmas season or uh you know, the holiday season. And um the uh underneath the Christian uh, paradigm, of course, it's December 21st, uh, which is considered, uh, and, and told the story and narrative of the birth of Jesus Christ. Um, but what's really super interesting is, uh, fascinatingly, uh, cultures all over the world for the last, um, centuries, if not millennia, (laughs) have been celebrating, um, a really festive time. Sometimes it's called Yule or, you know, solstice or, uh, the new year or, uh, it has different names, but um, throughout the world and throughout the time, we have been selling, particularly on the Northern Hemisphere, which of course is where our, most of our population is. Um, but really, if you want to look down and look at it, and it's like, why do all these different cultures and religions and geographies celebrate this time of year and uh, when we look at what they were actually celebrating we now know um, of course what they knew back then that uh, that it's about the winter solstice it's about really about when the axes uh, that the earth is on Turns away from um, or, or towards the sun so that we know the days are about to get longer again. so on the twenty first that's the winter solstice that's the shortest day of the year and this has been a sacred day and it's usually a few days before a few days after um, spanning different um, uh, cultures and geography but uh, it's um, a, a, it's all about acknowledging okay, the days have gotten shorter, 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 and then after this day is when uh, the day started getting longer. And fascinatingly, in between the days of the 21st and the 25th, if you watch where the sun is in the sky, it looks like the sun is actually not moving. And you can see where it just lands, lands, and lands in the same spot. And then on the 25th is when the sun starts to actually start going up further and further in the sky. So we have our longer and longer um, days. And that's where a lot of people believe um, where the whole on the third day he rose again kind of thing where it certainly seems like the sun isn't moving and it's like oh wow if that were to be true that means we'd be in perpetual winter we wouldn't get our summer and then life wouldn't go on and so there's so much evidence that this is what um, uh, is universal across different cultures and um, first thing I thought of was Stonehenge course, which is what they they made about uh, 3000 BC. And the Stonehenge is aligned to the movements of the sun. Uh, The stones are set up and shaped to frame um, a few things, but the the things that they seem to highlight the most are uh, the sunset of the winter solstice and the sunset of the summer solstice. So these are two holy days of the earth. It reminds us that, you know, um, the next part of the season is, is coming. Um, there's even evidence that shows that people held huge feasts at Stonehenge or just outside Stonehenge around uh, this, this Yule time, this solstice, this Christmas uh, time of year because there's all these discarded pig and cattle bones in, like, huge amounts. Um, and uh, when they did the dating on the bones, it was shown that they were all about uh, nine months old, so uh, born in the spring. So, you know, uh, in old Europe, it was called Yule, um, and, and they had, um, you know, there was a big meal and there was a gift-giving ceremony. And in the Norse, they call it Jewel, which means the wheel, like the wheel of life, as in as it turns. And, and, uh, you know, Solstice, what it's really about is rebirth, right? So that goes back to the whole goddess thing and the trilogy of the, the ancient trilogy of the goddess of birth, death, rebirth. So this Solstice is like literally like, you know, the death of the sun, because the solstice is very much like a funeral in some kinds of ways, because we're going into darkness. But then there's also this, this, uh, also message of, yes, we're going to dark winter, but the days will get longer. It's like this promise. And so many different cultures celebrate it. You know, we have the 12 days of Christmas. There's the eight days of Hanukkah. Um, there, the ancient Romans had their, Saturnalia uh, Saturn Nelia festival, which went from December 17th to the 23rd. Um, of course, this was, you know, many, many thousands years BC. Uh, and that went on, that was a big feast, gift giving, general, joyful partying, merrymaking. <laughs> you know, like, and there's also things like the Christmas tree. Um, and, uh, like, where does the Christmas tree come from? That's definitely nothing to do with, uh, Christianity. Because, uh, where, where in the Bible does anything, uh, say anything about, um, Christmas? Or sorry, about trees. And, um, you know, that can be, uh, traced back, um, to the uses of evergreens and wreaths and garlands symbolize eternal life. And of course they do. They're evergreen. <laughs> had seemed to live forever. Um, these were really common. Uh, it's evergreen trees, wreaths, and garlands at this time of year were really popular in ancient Egypt. Uh, it's also, uh, they were popular with the Chinese and Hebrews. And tree worship was common amongst um, the ancient Europeans, and it survived the conversion to Christianity. And that's kind of what I, I thought I'd like to um, just offer um, kind of a zoom out idea of is um and if you have traveled the world and 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 been able to see what what happens when there's a conquering kind of people you get to see how there's there's a lot of flavor left over you know in the people who are conquered and um if, if you go anywhere and you've, you you where you've where the Christian Crusaders had been uh you will find that they took over um the pagan rituals the pagan beliefs the pagan spaces of worship and I say pagan but I really feel like that is not a fair term it's just ancient ancient ways the um uh, i don't think we have a i think the the word pagan has a connotation on it and um that is uh diminutive of what it actually is about and um so these uh, peoples would be celebrating you know their yule uh tide time and their solstice time and they're the the, celebrating the dark and the light and and uh having their own narratives about it and then the christian crusaders uh, um um this happened also with different kinds of um uh religious um uh, domination. Um, but particularly in places in, in, I've been in Russia, places I've been in, uh, Europe, um, you can see with these ancient, um, chapels or, um, uh, sacred sites that were belonged to some kind of goddess or some kind of, um, uh, female deity that often then gets converted to a Christian thing and called a Mary, uh, Mary item. um, and uh it w- it's something that uh is is fascinating to see it's it's also fascinating to see when there's dominant cultures that come in and don't uh force the, uh, the the people they've conquered to uh convert to their religion it's 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 um it's something that we need to realize as people we have done and we continue to do um that we force our as a species we have in the past and continue to force our ideas on other people across geography and uh, what the, after the difference of the, you know, uh, we can call it different kind of evolutions of religion, different kinds of trends of religion. We got our Abrahamic three, of course. We got our uh, uh, Judaism, uh, Christianity, and Islam, and all starting and, and, and having similarities and believing in the uh, Abraham. And And uh, those, of course, are the three religions we know that have absolutely no female deities. All other religions uh, that we are aware of have uh, female deities except for those three. And it's interesting, too, um, that uh, what did stick around for the, uh, dominant Christian religion, including, um, the gift giving, the big merriment, the, the trees, the lights, because of course, like if you were, uh, bringing in a story, bringing in a religion, um, to a people and they had this fun time of year, you think you're going to let them, (laughs) you think they're, those people are going to let you take away that time of year? No, absolutely not. So it has been adopted, um, and converted, and, um, I, I will say, uh, one of the things that really helped me, um, fully understand and feel more a part of Christmas than I ever have before was after I came home from my pilgrimage last year and I had just, I had been to uh, a chapel where, um, um, it had been deconsecrated by the church. It was a uh, 13th century, you know, with frescoes. It was built, um, and it was de- deconsecrated because it was the story of Anna and Mary. And Anna was Mary's mom. And I hadn't heard that story, and it was just so... Uh, an- I had grown up, um, you know, raised Christian, and uh, when I went into that um, that chapel, um, and you saw pictures of women on the walls, like these in this usual kind of Byzantine kind of like look, uh, painted, and um, I just I just all of a sudden felt included for a minute in the story because I had felt so I didn't even realize this like this was multiple uh, uh, layers of realization, but when people talked about the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. I I didn't see myself in there, you know, and then when I had a a little girl, I still didn't see myself in there because we weren't, we weren't a father or a son. And then when I started to see, and I specifically got a painted, um, um, icon, a hand-painted icon of Anna and Mary, because it was so beautiful to see just a mother-daughter narrative, um, celebrated and honored. Um, and it it just, it just de-centered me in a beautiful way and I realized that you know Christmas is important to me Yule time is important to me so I need to make it inclusive for myself as well. And one of the, like, tiny and cute things that, uh cute to me anyway, that helped me through, helped me feel more included in the whole season was to include myself in songs. So that sometimes when I hear father, son, I'll hear, I'll put in mother, daughter. And if you're a woman who has a son, you can say mother, son, or, you know. I guess if you're a dude who has a daughter, you could say father, daughter. Like, I'm just, I'm suggesting to include yourself in the story because it's not, this story is not supposed to be about exclusion. It's supposed to be about inclusion and words matter and representation matters and pronouns matter. And so when I began to hear the Christmas songs of mother, daughter, uh, because that's what's relevant to me in my experience, it, it healed my heart. And it helped me to enjoy the Christmas uh, season better, the holiday season, the Yuletide season. And it allowed me to put myself into this happy, joyous time. Um, and I'd suggest this is what I want you, I want for you. I want you to feel encouraged and happy and included. So I'm encouraging you to make your own traditions. I'm encouraging you to do some research if you want. What's so great about living right now in this time of the world is, uh, we have so much knowledge. We have the internet. We can pick and choose and we do. I mean, there is like a Buddha on my tree, you know, there's, um, um, uh, different kinds of uh, ornaments that say things like revolution. <laughs> Uh, there, there are definitely parts that you can pick and choose and you don't have to apologize or make excuses or, you know, you can do the things that resonate with you and feel good for you because that's, what's important, right? Like when we're talking about ritual and ceremony, just going through the motions, you know, like that's one thing you go to church to make your mother happy in Sunday night mass or, or midnight mass for Christmas Eve or whatever it is. And I understand we all have those things. What I'm encouraging you to do is, you know, take from the past, take from the present, take for something in your imagination and, um, make it your own. Cause that's really what this is supposed to be about is about, you know, a letting go of the things of the year of reflection time, and then also of uh, a creation of your own. This is your own death and rebirth time where the sun, you know, stays still in the sky for three days from the 21st. And it feels like that shortest day of uh, the 21st is going to go on forever. And then on the 25th, it's like, whoa, you can see it. If you notice it, you can look out and the day has gotten longer by like four or five minutes, at least, depending where you are in the world. But it's at least that where we are, uh, where I am in, uh, in Newfoundland. So uh, huge love to you. Um, I want you to uh, take pause over this time. Enjoy The slowness, the stillness, in between the hustle and bustle, that's what this is all about, is to enjoy the time with loved ones, have yourself a dance, have yourself a jig, have uh, too many cookies, maybe too much eggnog or wine. A couple of occasions, and this is the time to indulge. This is the, uh, it's almost like we're getting ready for hibernation into that slow time. And you deserve it. You, d- you put in a hard year. You did your very best. You were trying so hard. You did so much. Oh my goodness. So much in 2018. Make sure to celebrate yourself in this very important time. Cause A, you deserve it. And B, why the hell not? <laughs> You deserve it, sister. You really, really, really do. And for our last featured song of the year, uh, it's a really beautiful song. I think that's just going to, you're going to put it on play and it will help you get into the spirit of the season. Um, It's by Lisa Thiel. It's Yule Song or Winter Solstice Song. And Lisa Thiel is a beautiful songstress. Um, she's really tapped into a lot of different spiritual things, particularly into uh, things around Mother Earth and just kind of women's divine healing. Um, she's wonderful to listen to. Uh, I'd highly recommend her. And the lyrics are just so beautiful. And it talks about, Enter the night and you'll find the light That will carry you to your dreams Enter the night, let your spirit take flight to the infinite field of infinite possibilities. On the longest night, we search for the light, and we find it deep within. Open your eyes to embrace what is wise, and see the light of your own soul shining. It's really, really beautiful. Um, I'll let Lisa take us out for the year. Check out strongwomenco.com. Check out those bracelets for any kind of last-minute deal you need. We're doing international and Canadian shipping. And for those people in the St. John's area, we do have a retail location for those bracelets. It's the Natural Emporium in Churchill Square, uh, right next to Alpine Country Lodge. It's the Natural Emporium. It's one of the cutest stores in town. I highly recommend going and seeing her as well. Shout-out to Amanda Da, who runs and owns that shop and uh, is selling our goddess jewelry for us I love working with women uh, and I love uh, the sisterhood of uh, of entrepreneurs um, so yeah you can grab those bracelets at the natural emporium if you do have any last-minute gifts that you need to get um, and during this time of solstice of yule of holiday of Christmas make sure to take time for yourself Be present when you can, and um, also let yourself off the hook for those things that you just aren't going to get done. It doesn't matter. All that matters is that you're happy and uh, your loved ones feel loved, right? All right, I'll let Lisa take it out. I love you so much. Thanks for all your support. We'll see you fresh in the new year, and um, can't even wait for 2019. What a year that's going to be. I love you. Take care of yourself. Be safe and give your loved ones an extra hug. And um, I think one of my things that I'm most grateful for this year is all of you. I know that. I know that it's you, the listeners, supporters who are opening their minds and hearts that um, I just bow to you in your greatness. I am humble. Uh, in your awesomeness. Take it away, Lisa. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, happy new year, everybody. Mm-hmm.
0: Do Wrap up in the cloak of starry darkness, my child, and you'll find the center of all things. For from this place of the deepest dark space, life eternal. It close to your heart and know all that you see is all that can be when you give birth to the dreams of your soul. So enter the night and you'll find the light that will carry you to your dreams. Enter the your spirit, take That spot. When you dream in the dark, hold it close to your heart and know All that you see is all that can be When you give birth to the dreams of yours